0: Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. I have some pet peeves. There are, there are certain things in life that bother me uh, much more than other things. Uh, most of the time, I'm like one of those ducks in the water and it rolls off my back, however that saying goes. Most things don't get me too worked up. Uh, yet, there are, from time to time, uh, some, some behaviors that just drive me crazy specifically certain types of crimes. And you see them, uh, unfortunately, in large number here in the state of Utah, uh, and that is uh, crimes against the elderly or affinity fraud, where people will take advantage of either a position over another person, uh, either in the community, sometimes in the faith, uh, to bilk to money out of someone. And those uh, same exploitations uh, are sometimes targeted uh, at senior citizens. It is a heartbreaking reality. The money taken from senior citizens annually in this country uh, is disgusting. Disgusting. There are estimates uh, that place that number. uh, $37 billion annually are stolen by criminals from America's elderly. And it's a common thing, and these criminals are creative. And whenever uh, laws are put in place or safeguards are put in place by uh, by private companies, uh, these creative monsters uh, exercise just a little more creativity and continue uh, to take advantage of our loved ones, right? Our maybe our parents, our grandparents. Uh, or maybe ourselves, who knows, Uh, but uh, there are those who would take advantage of the elderly. And for that reason, I was so excited to see uh, a little piece of information uh, come my way from the office of Congressman Ben McAdams. Uh, He has his hands on a piece of legislation, the Stop Senior Scams Act. In fact, just this morning, uh, presented information regarding that legislation in a press conference. Congressman, how are you, sir?
1: I'm great, Lee. Thanks for giving me a minute to talk about this.
0: Yeah, thank you. how how'd this come to your attention? why is this something you decided to put your energy behind?
1: Yeah, Lee, like you, I have a lot of passion for this issue. You know, I it's it's uh scams and stopping scams against our seniors is an issue that I worked on when I was in the Utah State Senate, uh, you know, as as much as ten years ago. And you just see people who have spent their entire life working hard, saving for retirement so that they can enjoy those days, you know, raising their grandkids or, you know, being being good grandparents and, and being with their family. And then somebody comes along and takes advantage of their best intentions, their willingness to help out or trust somebody else and, and defraud them of their hard-earned money that they spend a lifetime saving for. It is wrong. And so it's something that I worked on when I was in the state senate, when I was the mayor of Salt Lake County. And now that I'm in Congress, I have, you know, a different role and different opportunities. But, uh, opportunities to serve the state, but this is something that I feel very strongly about. And So the Stop Senior Scams Act is working to, to crack down on these scams before they can get legs, because a lot of these, especially in the digital age now, uh, they, can, they can perpetrate these scams across using the internet and using email, and they can get a lot of people really quickly. And so the faster we can identify these and crack down on them and stop them, the more people we can protect. But we've got to be able to work hand-in-hand with the private sector. Uh, a lot of times, the first person who will see a scam is a bank or uh, a retail institution when you know some they're using their network or something to sell a product online, and so it, it, it's government working with the private sector to develop the tools that we need to protect our seniors and really anybody, but yeah. the seniors seem to be the ones who are, are largely targeted. Um, to protect them from these scams and to, to keep their hard-earned money safe so they can use it for their for their retirement years and use it to spend it with their family and their loved ones and, and their grandkids. And that's what's important. So um, this act is bipartisan. Uh, Republicans and Democrats working on this, working with the private sector. And uh, I think it's a good bill. You know, it's not often uh, these days that we get to talk about things that we're working on together in D.C. Um, and so I'm always looking for opportunities to do that, to do what's right for Utah sure. and work uh work with people uh, on both sides of the aisle to get it done
0: i mentioned uh, that you you delivered some of the information about this in in a press conference this morning participating in that press conference alongside you was dave davis president and chief legal officer with the utah retail merchants association and he while speaking uh he shared a story about his own parents
2: i have two a mother and a father that are 83 years old and on behalf of them I thank you for your sponsorship of this bill. I have personally witnessed uh, consistent barrages from scammers out there that are wanting to take advantage of our older Americans.
0: He went on to discuss how seniors being scammed actually affects businesses.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Too often, businesses like our business, uh, like our retailers, get caught in the middle of these scams as well. These uh, older Americans are taken advantage of and come into our stores to either use uh, products, gift cards, other uh, financial instruments that are fraudulent, and we get caught in the middle of those types of scams. So,
0: Congressman, tell me what what does this what does this piece of legislation do uh, precisely? How uh, does it empower these uh, these private businesses to 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 better combat uh, where they, as you mentioned, see first some of the scams that are perpetrated against the elderly?
1: Yeah, well, first and foremost, I think is to develop the tools. You know, these scams take advantage of of uh, uh, disarray and disinformation. So when we've got our, our market economy is spread across, uh, thousands, hundreds of thousands of retailers and, and different con- consumers and that. And, and oftentimes we don't talk to each other. You know, naturally, uh, people are busy keeping the doors open to their business and, and making ends meet, uh, at, at home that, uh, they may not talk to each other. So I think there's a role for government here to develop the technology, uh, you know, the, the, Working with the private sector to develop technology where you can see a financial transaction that may look fraudulent or maybe, maybe you identify a fraudulent transaction happening with one individual and you can immediately trace where else that, uh, that same activity might be happening and crack down on it quickly. So we work with the retailers, uh, working with credit card companies. Oftentimes your credit card companies are going to be the first line uh, of seeing these frauds uh, happen work with them so we can, if we identify one, we can shut them all down simultaneously. Really use the tools that they're using against them. They're they're using the internet and technology and and widespread ability to convey information. We can use that to crack down on on these frauds. And then then it's really working, government working with private sector uh, to educate people about what to look for, uh, what might be an indication of fraud. If somebody is uh, if, if a, you know, so we're in the age of COVID where so many people are doing shopping online remotely. There's, you know, there's a separation between the buyer and the seller these days. That is natural mm-hmm. as people are, are trying to, uh, uh, avoid any risk from this virus. And so, and still go about their lives. And so people, uh, predators are stepping in, trying to fill this with, uh, opportunities to defraud and, and, and to separate people from their money. And so, uh, you know, people should be on alert, and so what we want to do is work with retailers to help to send out the message of what to look for. If, if somebody's trying to make a sale to you online and they're asking for your bank routing number and a photo of your check, uh, probably that's not very typical, and it, uh, and and there might, there's probably something fishy going on there. If they're asking for you know your bank account information. Just atypical things. You, you should, the hair should stand up on the back of your neck. You should reach out to organizations like the Federal Trade Commission. It's ftc.gov. You can reach out to the AARP, who has incredible resources to assist seniors who might be a victim of fraud. Or the Utah uh, Department of Consumer Services has information as well. So stay on alert. People seem to have let their guard down a little bit. as we are in this age and, and yeah. more people are doing their shopping online, don't let your guard down. If it doesn't feel right, look closer at it. Try to get more information about it. Call and ask somebody uh, before you click that button that gives up some critical private information. Uh, do some checking first is what we want people to know. And we're going to team up with retailers to help you get that information out there to remind people uh, that they should, they should check twice.
0: Congressman, we're going to have to leave it at that. Thank you so much for this. Uh, I, I wish you the best of luck. And if I can aid in any of these efforts, uh, cracking down on the abuse of the elderly, in particular when it comes to taking advantage of them uh, to, get, uh, to get at their money, it, it's a deplorable and despicable act. Uh, those uh, who perpetrate it ought to be caught and they ought to be stopped, and any effort to do so uh, has my support. Congressman, thanks again. Thanks, Lee. Alrighty, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some science stuff. Yeah, specifically convalescent plasma treatment. Yeah, convalescent plasma. Think about this. Uh, just like the congressman, he, he contracted the coronavirus. That means that coursing through his veins right now, he has plasma, convalescent plasma, which could be used to aid in the recovery of others suffering from the coronavirus. There have been some developments right here in Utah. We'll get those details next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. And this is KSL News Radio.